Hello and welcome back again. I have a little bit of news, uh, a little bit from coming from FFG, and more importantly, as I'm recording this today, today is H.P. Lovecraft's birthday. Post mortem, of course, he would be, if it was all possible, 129 years old. So if it wasn't for that dude, I wouldn't have uh, a lot of nerdiness uh, that goes into my life uh, without him and his stories. So to that, I salute you. And I'm going to drink a little bit of bourbon uh, in honor. So, without further ado, there's a couple of tidbits of information. As of this week, uh, during this recording, uh, the Return to Carcosa campaign will be coming out. I believe the official street date is August 23rd. But uh, usually usually with my friendly flag uh, gaming shop, uh, I will get that usually a couple days early. Uh, so... Uh, just recently, they did announce um, for the Dream Eater cycle the first Mythos pack, the search for Kadath. And um, they are, uh, well, I'm just going to read the article. The Fantasy Flight Games invites you to embark on an epic journey across Dreamlands in the search for Kadath, the first Mythos pack in the Dream Eater cycle for the Arkham Horror the card game. Now available for pre-order at your local retailer or online through our website with free shipping in the continental United States. After you're taking your first steps into the Dreamlands and the Dream Eaters Deluxe Expansion, you'll find respite in the end of this strange land, but your mind continues to be tormented by thoughts of those you left behind in the waking world and the dangers that they may face there. Perhaps if you find the Lost Castle and return with proof of the Dreamlands, you can save yourself, your friends, and other dreamers whose fate is still unknown. But if you wish to gain this proof, you must leave the relative safety of your hosts behind and step into the wild unknown of the Dreamlands. When you pre-order Search of Kadath, uh, Fantasy Flight Games website, you will also receive a bonus collection of these guys, man, four uh, five by seven art cards. So obviously your gaming shops will not be getting these four art cards. There, you have to do this with FFG. Uh, they're featuring some of the beauties and horrors that you may encounter on your journey. These pieces immerse you in a world beyond all imagining. Journey across the dreamlands. Your mind twists with anxiety over the quest ahead, the warnings you received about danger in the waking world, and questions about the fate of others who followed Vir Virgil Grey down the steps of slumber and through the enchanted woods. Your only hope of saving everyone is to return proof that the dreamlands are indeed real. But if the rumors are true... Only the Castle of Kadath has the power of bringing your, bring your discoveries into the waking world. So, despite the danger, you must set out on your quest and travel the vast world of the, of the sleeping to find the lost castle where the gods dwell. There is a couple spoiler cards. These are agendas and acts. I'm not going to read these because, honestly, I don't know how this is going to bridge apart. Because uh, in the Dream Eater cycle... Um, it looks like it it is split into two, where you are traveling across the dreamlands, and then another part for the real world. So, uh, but I will continue on reading anyways. The search for Gadath is a scenario two A of the Dream Quest, and you can choose whether you'll play this scenario on its own or combine it with other expansions in the Dream Leader cycle to form a larger four part or eight part campaign. Even alone. The the Search for Gadath is an epic journey across the expanse of Dreamlands. This realm is vast, and the designers of Arkham Horror the Card Game have ensured that you will explore as much as you could possibly fit in a single scenario. You will journey from shining cities to ancient ruins to forbidden lands veiled in mystery, all while battling monsters as strange as the Dreamlands themselves. 
Not all secrets are readily revealed to you, however. Veiled locations contain unknown lore or assistance that must be sought before it can be of use to your investigators. If you can clear all the clues from one of these locations, you'll be able to turn it over and uncover the secrets held within. It may take weeks, even months, for you to cross this realm, but things like time and space are tricky subjects here. And they show a litter of various dreamland locations. Strengthening Fellowship As your investigators become split between the worlds of the waking and the dreamers, you may find it more difficult than ever to communicate and work together across the divide. To help you with these challenges, the Search for Kadath provides the series of new investigator cards which may increase your ability to synergize with your team. For example, if you are fearful of the endless dangers ahead, you may wish to include the Scroll of Prophecies. And this is a hyperlink, so I'm going to click on this and I'll spoil it. It is for Mystics. It's an asset. Three for cost. Uh, if you're going to pitch it for skills, it gives you one willpower. It's an item and tome. No XP, so you can start this um, right when you're building the deck. It has four secrets on it. You can, as an action, spend a secret and choose an investigator at your location. That investigator draws three cards and discard one card from their hand. That's pretty cool. So, you get two. And you got to pitch one, though. So, that's pretty cool. I like it. This fast event is played when the investigator... Wait a minute, is it this fast event? Oh, it's it's going with first watch. I see what's going with it. I'm a little ahead of myself here. This tome can help an investigator at your location confront any unforeseen challenge by drawing three cards and discarding one card from their hand. Meanwhile, if you take on the role of a guardian, you can now lend aid to your fellow investigators by deciding to take first watch, which is a one-cost event... Uh, for skills, you can pitch it to give you one book, one evade. It's a tactic. Fast. Play when you draw encounter cards. The step of the mythical face would begin. Instead of resolving that step, look at the top X cards of the encounter deck, where X is the number of investigators. Deal those cards amongst the in investigators as you wish, dealing no more than one card to each investigator other than yourself. Then, one at a time, each, inves each investigator draws the card dealt to them. So, with this fast event is play, the investigators would draw encounter cards instead of each investigator drawing a random terror from the deck. You may look at the top cards of the encounter deck and distribute the cards to each investigator as you wish. Ah, that's pretty cool. See, I had a hard time reading that. That second paragraph had a lot of stuff going on here, but after reading that section, that's pretty sweet. So, um, yeah, that makes sense. Very thematic with First Watch, so... Um, you can give out the, the really worst cards to those other investigators that, uh, um, that can handle it. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like it a lot. Uh, again, this would only be good if you're playing with other players or, you're well, at the bare minimum, you're doing two-handed solo. It's not good for uh, one player, obviously. In addition, while each other investigator can only take one encounter card, this does offer you a chance to take on as many encounter cards yourself as you see fit. If one of your allies is struggling to escape or they're being pushed to the brink of death and insanity, you can take their burden on yourself and protect them from the trials of the encounter deck. Beyond working with the investigators of your team, this Mythos pack also brings new faces to the fold to lend a helping hand, such as new ally Jessica Hyde. And Jessica Hyde is a survivor card. Uh, one XP to put in the deck, um, cost you three to put her out. She's an ally, Wayfarer, and Cursed. Uh, she has one fighting skill pip. You get one fighting. Uh, Jessica Hyde enters a play with two damage on her, and she has three health 
and one sanity. So when she goes in, she uh, she's going to be at 1-1 one, one with two damage. Uh, as a react, after your turn ends, you can heal one damage from her. Yeah, that's pretty slick. If you can heal her up on the ready, man, she can definitely take a lot of soaking, and then she can heal herself. Kind of like uh, a little bit of like Peter Sylvester with uh, the horse side. So, uh, she does have flavor text. I warned you to stay away from me. Now we're both in this together. That's pretty cool. While Jessica Hyde enters play half-dead with two damage on her, you can keep her safe for a couple of rounds. She will soon recover her strength with a tenacity that survivors are known for, recovering one damage each time your turn ends. No matter what the Dreamlands may throw at her, Hyde will continue to persevere. And so must you. The fate of your allies in the waking world depends on it where gods dwell. Now that you've had taken your first steps on your journey, the adventure of the lifetime stands before you. Discover the lost castle of Kadath, obtain the proof you seek, and return to the world of the waking before it's too late. This is going to come out in fourth quarter 2019. So, if I was going to take a guess, uh, well, we got the Path of Carcosa Return Edition is coming out this week. Next month will be uh, the Dream Eater, so October. Uh, right around the Halloween season. You'll get the first pack drop. The only thing about this article that doesn't state is is what four pieces of artwork are you going to get if you do order direct. It doesn't really show anything like it did in previous articles. So it's a mixed bag. So hopefully they do have some sweet artwork because every once in a while you might get like a uh, really completely skunky, duddy one that looks terrible. But... Uh, cool nonetheless you're getting free uh, free little bling and stuff like that at ordering direct not so cool for those that you know buy their stuff from the, the local friendly gaming shop so uh very very awesome i can't wait uh, i can't wait for return to carcosa quite honestly because um still um before i haven't even finished with circle undone yet um uh, just forward uh just follow it very soon because i'm gonna be doing a blind rip through i'm still in the process of um working through that and recording it um yeah uh, carcosa really hits home because it's very 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 thematic I, I, if i if you asked me to to order it i would say carcosa first dunwich and then forgotten age only because forgotten age at the third part where i do like the theme uh it's just so brutal i mean it, it it's very 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 tough to do um, in other news, I did get, uh, a few of my buddies did go down to, uh, Gen Con, and I did get a copy of the Blob That Ate Everything. I perused through the awesome manual, and, and I'll be doing a playthrough just to do a one-off, uh, on that, so keep posting on that shortly. I'll be doing that. Yes, there is spoilers, so if you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen to that, so, uh, when I ha- throw that up, so I- I'll put a disclaimer each time, but, um, uh, that's it for the news for now. Uh, again, happy birthday, HP. Uh, I'm glad that uh, it is public license and a lot of other companies, not necessarily FFG, but a lot of other companies such as, you know, Call of Cthulhu, uh, RPG, um, even Death May Die that's coming out shortly with cool stuff, uh, or cool mini or not, uh, is coming out as well. So there's lots and lots and lots of, of, of Lovecraft uh, items and stories and all this other stuff going on. And right now, in the uh, meantime, I was actually reading um, just, I would say a couple months ago, I was doing a, I was looking at the Humble Bundle package and they had like, you know, every once in a while they have books and stuff like that. They had the, uh, uh, they had a horror and sci-fi uh, group there and a couple of them caught my eye they had the book of cthulhu which is nothing but a bunch it's a huge tome of short stories that i'm going through some are good some are like oh 
but uh it's just a compilation it's it's, that's all that really is uh but hey i mean more more uh stuff to 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 eat and feast upon it's it's awesome and the other one too was um uh the reanimators and that's s at the end reanimators by peter palvik i believe um he uh the whole story spins on that yep we we do have herbert west uh, with the whole story arc, and if you haven't read that, by the way, read that. It is, yeah, uh, it's one of my favorites for 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 Lovecraft because one, it, it's one, it's very easy. Uh, it's not easy to read a lot of H.P. Lovecraft novels, in my personal opinion, but for for the Reanimator uh, with Herbert West, um, it it felt good. It, it was a little pulpy, which was great because that's what it felt like. Uh, but it was a cool story. Uh, they was uh, separated, in, I believe, four or five uh, bits. So with the Reanimators, it's another person that is taking a vendetta against Herbert West. So Herbert West was trying to unlock the secrets and mysteries of life. Uh, he would have gotten it correctly, but there was another person in the background, another doctor, uh, that. Uh, lost their family because of Herbert West's uh, extreme methods and and um, very unique ways of, of trying to get his uh, elixir of life going on. And at the price, he lost his parents because of him. So now he's following him verbatim through the whole story, uh, sitting on the sidelines lurking, and actually at the same time getting farther than what Herbert West have done by producing that serum for the elixir of life. Very, very cool very pulpy too at the same time so if you read it don't get into a lot of whole bit there it's a recommended read so if you see it on kindle or something like that for a couple bucks you go to half price books or you see it at a garage sale or a yard sale something like that pick it up it's uh it, it's it's a silly fun read I, I i dug it uh it's really really good um for for that i've been going through a lot of readings for hp lovecraft and fates have it i am on for the quest of kadath and man, that story, I'm having a hard time going through it. it. It's like journey, 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 walk, walk, walk. Oh, here's some cats. More journey, 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 walk, walk, walk. And you get a couple cool gugs in the mix. And it's just a, it's a bear. It's all about imagery and placement uh, about the whole world for the dream quest, which I, I get it. It fits completely in what which the, uh, the dream eaters uh, set that's going to go into. I get it. I get it. Man reading it it's 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 a bear it's an absolute bear i can't get through it i try to and i try to fit in bits and chunks of it but i might actually just pass on it because this is like one of his bigger novels that that he wrote and i'm just i can't get through it um i do listen to the hp love uh uh, uh, lovecraft literary podcast uh and I kind of use it like a book club method. So after I read the story, I listen to them and see what I may have, what I may have missed, and then they they go through a lot of back and forth banter. Uh, but uh, it, I, I just might just skip that story and completely and just listen to what they say and and uh, see what they what they think. But uh, but no, I, I'm I'm gonna be a trooper. I think I'm just gonna still plog on and try to get through maybe five ten pages a night and see if I can get through the, <laughs> the quest. It's a quest within a quest to get through that. So, uh, but that, that's what I'm actually doing at the moment. Uh, uh, other than that, uh, yeah, things have been going, going very, very well, especially with, uh, Arkham Horror. I can't wait for other stuff to come out. So, 
Uh, I have not tried Final Hour yet. Uh, I went on a pass on that one. My buddies did get me. I, if you haven't known me, I am a. It's another one of my guilty pleasures. I'm a big Guar fan, and uh, they picked up uh, an advanced copy of their first. Well, it's this is actually their t- second game that they put out. Uh, the first one was a miniature game from Battlegrounds um, called uh, Battle for Antarctica, and that was that, that. I think that was from not Dreamblade. I forget what the heck. Was it Dreamblade? It was a very, very... Demon Blade. It was a very, very minor company that produced miniatures and stuff like that. But having a miniature of, like, you know, uh, of the band members from Guar, it was really, really awesome at the time. But this is, like, in the late 90s. So now they're, they're this is their second foray where it's done by Wildfire, uh, Wildfire Games. And uh, they produced a deck builder for three to five players. And they did have some members from Guar there. And so I got an autographed copy. And uh, I'm per- perusing through the rules, uh, uh, seeing how that goes. Um, they do have a Kickstarter. It is up. Uh, I, didn't, I don't think I, I haven't busted open all the cards yet, so there is a lot of Kickstarter blink. Definitely there is no foil cards if you're actually looking at that. So, uh, But there is uh, Kickstarter stuff, that the little tchotchkes and stuff like that that's going in with that. So that's the other game that i am looking into and playing right now the other game that i played after that was uh space space from aeg and man oh man i'm gonna say right now that game is a machi koro killer if you haven't played machi koro well, machi koro so you have like a little pseudo town you roll a couple dice you get resources and then you build your town in order for you to win the game you have to get four landmarks so once you complete the four the fourth landmark you win the game doesn't matter how you do it it, it, you can build like the the biggest the most expensive landmark first but as long as you get the fourth and final one you win the game space space is a little different um instead of having a, a tableau of only one or two cards at the beginning and then building your stuff you have 12 ships all ranged from number one to 12 so you roll your dice and then you can do it one or two ways you can uh, take the the actual result from the two dice so if you roll a 10 and it was a six and a four and it, you can take the 10 result or you can split it up and get the ship from the six and the ship from the four and get those results so the object of the game is to retire your fleet of ships to get better ships and there's like a trade row of, of, of different levels of cars that you can buy you can also colonize uh the numbers from one to 12 too meaning it makes it permanent but you get a victory point bonus in order for you to win the game for the victory points is you need 40 to win so after after everyone plays uh, the equal number of turns and at the end of the turn whoever has the most points wins the game there is a little expansion called um uh, uh shy pluto uh which has like a little legacy light element to it so they kind of like i, I would call it baby bird yeah they, they'll just baby bird feed you uh, a couple cards here a couple cards there of uh, the new mechanics to throw into space space and after that uh, once you finish the end you fight like a mini boss and then you can acquire the cards and then have a bigger game they just put out a Gen Con, even a bigger set, uh, to, to put in six and seven players. So Space Base, you can play with uh, two to five players. Um, I don't know how I feel about six or seven, but there are rules for six and seven as well. And they throw like a ton more dice and some sleeves. I haven't picked that up yet. I'm kind of on the fence on that yet because I don't know how that's going to work out. But uh, if you can pick it up on the cheap and you need a good family game, it plays really, really relatively quick in about 30 or 40 minutes. I'd say look at Space Space. Space Space was a ton of fun. I mean, I literally burned with a couple buddies of uh, Shy Pluto to get all the cards in, and it was a blast. It, it is a lot of fun. 
Uh, I believe the base retail game runs about 40, 50 bucks. Uh, you probably pick it up really cheap on Amazon. Uh, but yeah, look at, look at, look at, uh, space space. So that was one of the bigger games that I've been playing. The other games that I've been looking out for is, uh, I've been checking out Kickstarter, uh, Epic from the guys that make, uh, Star Realms. They're putting out a new Kickstarter, I believe sometime next week at the end of August. And, uh, I'll sign up for that. But more importantly, oh, I do play Epic, but not as hardcore as Star Realms, is they're putting out another expansion with Star Realms that you can buy separately from Epics. So I'll be checking that out next week. Also, in other news, Jasco Games have picked up Evil Dead 2. Now, if you Google back and look about Evil Dead 2, the board game, and honestly, if you've been listening by now, I do kind of like dig the whole Evil Dead thing. Uh, I did back this game up with Space Goat, and lo and behold... Uh, it was a epic, monumental, kick-starting failure. Oh, my goodness, man. $2 million lost. Nobody got any money. I was included. Uh, they didn't get anything. So, Jasco Games, and they're, they're, I guess their big game to date is Mega Man. And uh, that's from the video game series from NES. Uh, they did came out with a game right there. I heard the minis were amazing, but the gameplay, eh, not so good. So they got a hold of the artists that were doing all the 3D rendering and the models and stuff like that. And um, they're, they're getting together, and Jasco is working their own separate game, not what Space, Space Goat would have actually had, but an actual uh, Evil Dead 2 game that they're making their own, but with having those minis or stuff like that. Because believe me, if you looked at the Evil Dead 2 stuff, the 3D rendering of some of the miniatures were absolutely gorgeous. And I'm hoping it'll convert over to Jasco. And what's even better is if you did back Evil Dead 2, Jasco will honor those that did the uh, uh, didn't get it from Space Goat. So uh, I was included in one of those two. So it's kind of cool. Cryptozoic did something similar with that with uh, the the Doom that came to Atlantic City, uh, which was a Cthulhu Monopoly game that kind of failed. Uh, but uh, Cryptozoic. Did something similar, and they went ahead and uh, honored everyone that didn't get it, and just did like a limited run uh, of that game, and then and then made sure it got out, which is they, they did a goodwill gesture. So I'm kind of hoping with Jasco it'll be the same thing. So uh, that Kickstarter, I believe, will also start at the end of this month as well. So those are the two things that I'm looking forward to, uh, at least for gaming. Uh, so uh, after that and all my rambling, I'm going to sign off. So if you have any questions, contact him at arkhamskids at gmail.com. I will talk to you guys later.